0: Spoilers. 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 Spoiler season with us. with us. New cards.
1: Welcome back to spoiler season for Ixalan, the land of pirates and dinosaurs.
0: Because those two things needed to be paired.
1: With giant airships. Oh. Uh, from Kaladesh.
0: Well, yeah, that, that's just well, a holdover. But we have yeah, we yeah. have boats. We have boats. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense for pirates, you know. So
1: for uh people just kinda tuning in for the first time, I'm Ryan.
0: And I'm Katie.
1: And uh, we are sponsored by New England Comics uh, in Coolidge Corner, and also by Flipside Gaming uh, in New York, so thanks to both of them. And we like to go through uh, daily the new spoilers uh, being released each day, and we talk about what what we think... That's what daily means. Hey, you know, gotta be very redundant just in case people, you know, tune out out a little bit. So uh, we, you know... Uh, we like to review how they think they're going to be in standard how they're going to be in um, limited or draft and you know do they have applications in modern or legacy and once in a while we like to just throw in that hey like i think this card would be good in commander because yeah. we don't know anything about commander but yeah. assumingly like people you know play that format so yeah
0: we we often let our special guests weigh in on commander because they may or may not definitely know more than us
1: yeah possibly first let's just do a brief Review. How did we do last season, Katie? An hour of devastation. I
0: would say we did pretty, pretty well. Pretty. Don't accurate.
1: undersell it. We were spot on.
0: All right. We missed Some like highlights. we were a little off. But Some like highlights.
1: Okay. So I said that uh, we 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 said that Bolus was not as good as people thought. Yeah. And we were right. People tested Bolus. It showed up for like a couple of weeks, and then it was gone because, like we said, seven mana is too much and it doesn't do enough. Um, and it turns out that the other card, Scarab God, which I said was very good ended up becoming the card that people wanted Bolus to be, which yeah. is, like, the control finisher. I would right? say
0: it, it is even better than you may have made it out to yeah. be. But we were spot on that, I mean, that was the card to look Yeah,
1: bringing from. back Gearhawks is crazy. Um, and I think that, you know, after Rotation 2, like, Scarab God's only going to get it better. I don't think Scarab God gets worse. That card yeah. is, is really good, and it, it's showing up more and more. Um, and then what else? Uh, Supreme Will. Took people a while to like get on to the four of Supreme Will in blue decks, but like I think we're about there. You see that in the blue white approach deck. Um Hour of Devastation was
0: actually over we overhyped well, I don't know, I overhyped it because as a zombie player, it it horrified me. It horrified me. I thought that my deck, my favorite deck and tribe was completely dead to this card. And it and it does struggle seriously (laughs) against this card, but um, I think mostly because of Ramanop Red, Blue Red Control yeah. has not been dominant, no. so our devastation is not a problem. Well,
1: but it sees play in Ramp. Yes, in the ramp and depth.
0: Ramp is kind of a tough matchup, at least yeah. in my experience. Maybe I'm playing that matchup yeah. incorrectly.
1: We also said Champion of Wits was going to be good, <sighs> and it has been good. Yeah. Um, it has yet to become like I think reach its peak in standard play, uh, but we've seen it be pretty good in you know Reanimator. Um, it was even God tried Farrah's out Gift. in blue black control God Farrah's Gift that was a card we missed
0: <laughs> yeah God.
1: I kept saying like I thought like maybe a one of in Delirium or something but like right yeah those yeah, that those, was those like a whole deck that yeah, was a pretty good deck and yeah. that ended up being why Braid was is good because right. like we were talking about how a braid being worse than harness lightning if you're trying to kill non-artifact creatures, and therefore, like you know, the artifact creatures, uh, harness lightning deals with you know, often just as easily. Uh, but what we didn't see is the rise of uh, just pure artifacts, non non creature artifacts artifact. such as Godfather's gift. Right. That would be really important to be able to answer, yeah, um, and, and have it be a flexible answer that can also hit creatures often. Um, yep. And additionally, too, like, Teamer Energy, uh, we talked about a Braid versus Harness Lightning in Blue Red, but really we didn't talk about it much in Teamer Energy, where, like, they like to have energy outlets for Bristling Hydra and World of Virtuoso, mm-hmm. and having a removal spell that doesn't strain that energy um, is nice. Um, and uh, that's why I think you have that in a nice little split of a Braid and Harness Lightning in that deck as well. Uh,
0: okay. Because I was going to say, for them... I know they sometimes like the flexibility with Harness Lightning. If they're desperate for energy for yeah. some outlet, they just use it not as a removal spell, but as a little right. bit of energy. Right, as a way
1: to get more energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think we we did all right, uh, and I look forward to doing better than all right this season. What do you say, Katie?
0: I, I I agree. I agree. So I think we're gonna go through some of the cards that have been released. Uh, Wizards has really leaned into the unfortunately the whole sheet that was spoiled and. Um, Given us a little bit of an early look, good look at these cards that were yeah. Um, so we have a, a bunch
1: of the rares and mythics, um, and I know that they're going to be spoiling. Um, there's still rares and mythics to spoil, uh, but they're going to be uh, spoiling more commons and uncommons and, and kind of try to build up uh, spoiler season that way. Um, so what we're going to do is first we're going to review those cards, uh, and then in the next episode we'll do the cards that have been spoiled this week. So our first card is. Ashes of the Abhorrent, and this card is a bad rest in peace. It's white one enchantment. Players can't cast spells from graveyards or activate abilities of cards in graveyards. And whenever a creature dies, you gain one life. So modern. Um, ah. Nah. Oh well, like, no
0: rest in peace is just better, right? Yeah, so same said, cost. Yeah.
1: And... Like here's the thing, like this. So this card is is does some things rest in peace doesn't, right? Like life it, gain. Yeah, life gain. Um and uh. So that's cool, but um, <laughs> like the fact that, like if you if you're playing a graveyard hate card that doesn't stop dredge, uh, then that's pretty bad. So yeah, because like um, you know the dredge deck is able to still uh return cards from their graveyard. Like if they flip over a narcomiba and bring back narcomiba and. Uh, you know, uh, Prize amalgam. That's not an activated ability, that's a triggered ability. Blood Gas comes back on triggered ability. So like the fact that your graveyard hate card doesn't shut down Dredge, me- I think makes it just, you, you can't play it. Yeah. Uh, in standard though, this card is great. Uh, in standard, like uh, this will do, it shuts off Embalm, it shuts off um, Eternalize, it shuts off uh... Yeah, those two things. So if those get good... <laughs> Uh, you know, I think this is like one of the it really nice off safety aftermath. valve. No, no, and no. no, no. You F-
0: cast math. those. They're not activated abilities. Yeah, but it says you can cast spells. There you
1: yeah. go. So it stops Aftermath. Um, so I like this card. Um, it's a, a nice little hoser safety mm-hmm. valve for standard, which I love so much that they're printing these again into standard. Uh, one thing that this card does not stop, which I'm pretty happy it doesn't stop, is Scarab God.
0: True, but, uh, yeah, no, just true. Yeah.
1: doesn't stop any... You can uh, still activate it to bring stuff back, and it will still go back to your hand if it dies. Yeah. So, yeah. Shweet.
0: Yeah. No, but I I like this card for exactly what you said. They're hedging their bets um, against yeah. the last set and yeah. giving us an answer if it was overpowered or anything. Right.
1: Because if it's not overpowered too, like, then this doesn't become like right. it doesn't see any play. Right. Like, and it doesn't work against God Pharaoh's gift. Like, you can still have creatures come into the uh, mm-hmm. battlefield from graveyard. So. You know, a little bit nice. Like, they can't run, um, uh, or they can't, like, eternalize champion, and they can't, uh, like, eternalize or embalm champ, uh, what's it called? Uh, Angels' sanctions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, next card is one of our vampires. So, just as a, as a reminder, if maybe you haven't been looking at uh, following the Exelon spoilers, we have four tribes on this world of Exelon. We have black, white vampires, we have uh, uh, blue, green fish, merfolk. Uh, We have Grixis Pirates and we have Naya Dinosaurus.
0: So quick question, are vampires usually white? Because didn't we just see black red vampires? Yeah, vampires
1: have always been black and on Innistrad they've been the black red tribe. Mm. Um, So it's interesting because uh, what they have done here in making vampires black white, and like this one also is a vampire cleric and clerics have typically been in black white, but they've made Mm -hmm. vampires into kind of like a religious crusade. Huh. Uh, where the vampires are the invaders the spanish conquistadors who are coming in and sucking the life out of uh you know the place they're invading the maya aztec-esque place um and so i, I think it's appropriate like they're they've done a good justification for making vampires black white i think
0: very cool uh do we still have any sorins around sorins are black white in general no our, our like one vampires? sorin is rotating from uh, shadows yeah soaring right. yeah. cool well Next time. <laughs>
1: so uh, we have Bishop of Rebirth. Rebirth. This is White White 3 for a 3-4 Vampire Cleric. It has Vigilance, and whenever it attacks, you may return target creature card with converted mana cost 3 or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. So it's it's like a worse Sun Titan, basically. What do you think, Katie?
0: I mean, I don't think I like this for Standard because it's too expensive and doesn't do anything right away. 5 yeah. mana for 3-4 is... Bad rate for the body. Vigilance is nice. You can't swing till the next turn. Bring something back is lovely, but um, yeah, too slow. I think in limited, this is great. I, I think the four toughness is going to be good. Very good. Vigilance is always really important in limited, and getting back other creatures like means you can swing. Uh, you know, when it wouldn't be
1: absolutely good. Yeah. Otherwise,
0: you can block more aggressively and just like get your card back.
1: Yeah, in limited, this is like card advantage kind of staple onto a creature uh and like it's going to be wanting to attack anyways chances are your opponent will be forced to like double block it the first time um
0: because right, they, they don't
1: want you to get more value off of it but yeah. like that that will often turn out in your favor um in standard mm-hmm. i agree with what you said sun titan is so good because i mean it's a 6x for one more mana and it has an etb um so a lot stronger and you can even chain it you know, with like phantasmal image and whatnot, but yeah, so I don't think this card will be great standard. Yeah, What's and next? I
0: think again, even though it is a vampire and there may be tribal synergies, I don't think that will be enough to push it over the edge. Yeah,
1: especially because Marrow said that vampires are going to be playing with life, and this doesn't really do anything with life. Oh. So, I mean, I don't know if yeah, that's going to. So it doesn't be what even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: if it, it might not even contribute to the the synergy of the tribe. All right, our next card is Goring Ceratops. Um, I'm just going to mention real quick, if you get a chance to look up the art, this is a very rainbow-colored dinosaur.
1: Yeah, they went all out on the feathered dinosaurs. Yeah,
0: stuff. They, are, they are they're very bright and brilliant. And... and
1: very scientifically accurate.
0: Yes, even better. So, See. the Ceratops. This is white-white 5 for a dinosaur. So 3-3 three, three with double strike. And whenever it attacks, other creatures you control gain double strike until end of turn. Oh, I like that all other creatures... That are attacking game double strike when this guy attacks. That's pretty good because I was looking at the seven mana for three three, and even with double strike, not impressed. Oh,
1: not impressed. That's a great rate. That's you don't t- want to play it three three for a seven mana.
0: But this is, I mean, this is one swing because this guy dies in combat like no other. Yeah.
1: So um, I agree with this is expensive. Uh, to me, this conjures up memories of when I returned to Magic in uh mm-hmm. scars of mirrodin uh there was a card that i had in my sealed pool i went to a pre-release and it was uh my first tournament in a long time I-, I did go undefeated by the way i'm just gonna uh-huh. throw that out there uh and there's this card uh i forget what it is <laughs> called but it was uh white 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 three enchantment creatures of control have double strike and the card was incredible yeah um and like
0: it's a little different. Well, hold on. Okay. I'm not
1: done my detailed, I, I, in-depth hyper accurate analysis. Yeah, Okay. go on. So, um, it was obviously going to be better than this because it's one minute cheaper. Uh, it sticks around and it's much harder to answer enchantments than creatures. Um, but the most damage uh, is done on the first attack. Uh, when you have that double striking card. So as long as, you and like, it's never going to be good when you're behind, right? This card will never be good when you're behind. But yeah. if you're any any kind of a parity, or if, you, if you're ahead, you just win on the spot the turn after you play this, uh, because unless you give it haste, that's another downside, is that the other card um did it, the turn it came down, this one does not. Uh, so, um usually though, if you're ahead one attack, the turn after will be enough to win. Uh, and if you're a parity, then you'll be able to use this as as a way to break that parity. Um, obviously not uh, constructive playable, but uh, I liked it a lot for Limited.
0: Yeah. It kind of feels like an it overrun expensive. or something. Yeah, it's very expensive. But, I mean, it's what you said. It's for... Parody or ahead to finish the game or break the stalemate. It might also
1: depend how much removal there is because, like, if there's a decent amount of cheap removal in the set and, like, you can just kill the 3 3, then I I think this card gets much, much worse. Yeah, Um,
0: you just spend seven mana and then they just, like, burn it.
1: Yeah, so actually, we we probably shouldn't assume that, like, the removal will be bad because the removal in the last couple sets has actually been, I think, decent.
0: I think there might be some. Um, lightning strike. They, they hinted that
1: they said there's going to be some reprints we're surprised at in this oh, set. So oh, exciting. Lightning in dinosaurs strike, and go. pirates? Lightning strike. Surprise. Uh, counterspell, let's go. Let's do it. No. Um, so next card is Kinjali's Sunwing. This is white 2 for a 2-3 dinosaur with flying. It's a uh, crew does your opponent control. Your opponent's control. Enter the battlefield. Tapped.
0: Oh, it's a Thalia's were they lancers uh it was thalia
1: herself the heretic cathar
0: yeah um this one has flying and instead of first strike and it's a two three instead of a three two
1: yeah so uh this is a card that i'm
0: skeptical is
1: going to see playing standard uh because thalia's still playing standard because one she had a relevant type human um dinosaur two. could be relevant. Hold on. Okay. Hold
0: on. Just refuting point you, by no, point. No,
1: no, no. You've got to let me finish making my excellent uh, points.
0: Oh, excellent points. Excellent points. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, relevant creature type, human. And then what I was going to uh add on to this here is in a tribe humans which wanted to be attacking a lot and was very cheap and low to the ground. Okay. Mm. And she had first strike, which made her relevant in combat as well. 3T first strike, pretty strong. Uh for three mana dinosaurs as far as we've seen are going to be very very big uh mm. dinosaurs don't want to play a tempo game where you're playing three drops it looks like the ramp deck loses the Eldrazi and it's going to be ramping into dinosaurs in, instead yeah. so i don't think this card is is super standard playable um oh, and, and we still have did
0: lands too non-basic lands yeah non-basic lands
1: okay. she, yeah she's better in that regard as well and you still have authority of the consoles um as well however in uh limited this card's awesome uh it's a three mana two power flyer which is great three toughness means it can block other flyers and it's going to allow you to kind of like steal the play sometimes uh if if this card sticks so i I love this card unlimited um in uh, standard i don't like it very much
0: okay our next card is maverin fiend dusk apostol says white two for a two two vampire cleric this is a legendary creature Whenever one or more non token vampires you control attack, create a one one vampire creature token. White with vampire lifeline. creature token. I don't think this makes it into standard. Card's bad. Three for two two is a bad rate.
1: If it triggered on each attacking vampire, each attacking non token vampire, it'd be good. But the fact that you can attack with like, you know, two or three and then only make, one, only make one. I don't think it's worth it. Um like th- and then the body is weak. Uh the rate is bad by itself. I, I don't really, think this card is good. Like yeah. we can, you think about this. Like this is similar to, um, like the cards that you always think about, like Hero of Bladehold and uh, the the Cat Dude Bramaz. Mm-hmm. But both of those, like so, Bramaz mm-hmm. was reasonable, and that card wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, and that was a, mm-hmm. a you know a, a three mana three four. Um, that made. Uh, two cats i think one one or two i forget yeah. doesn't matter point is is like bramaz is better than this and bramaz wasn't good enough this card i don't think is good enough the slight difference is like this card doesn't have to be attacking you can attack other vampires um but, but like it's it's just so weak yeah it's very yeah. underwhelming
0: i would play this in limited because one one bodies will add up and can trade but i wouldn't like I don't know if I'm thinking about drafting I feel like this is not a high pick like I wouldn't be like oh man now I need to build around this and get no every vampire, I mean it's good like, in
1: vampire trial and like the fact that it produces tokens that are not attacking means that yeah. you are able to block with them and they have lifelink, so like it's nice I, but it's not I'm not excited about it maybe like if you're in some vampire well vampires are probably gonna have like life anyways so like against ramen up red it wouldn't even you, know, you already are gonna beat them so
0: now if you had sun crusted sun mare would you take this card
1: um no i think wait do you mean a draft uh yes yeah, yeah absolutely in standard though i just think you're gonna have better options like the whole set's not spoiled yet but like this card is really weak
0: oh yeah no i was not talking about this. okay no this is not standard don't play it in any standard deck
1: i okay i think that's
0: too strong too strong okay but i do
1: think the card is very weak
0: all right,
1: all right. next we have priest of the Awakening Sun. This is single white mana for a 1-1 human cleric. Human tribal's back! Nope. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may reveal a dinosaur card from your hand. Roar. If you do, you gain two life. And you can pay white white three and sacrifice it to search your library for a dinosaur card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library.
0: This is not very human tribal-centric. This this human's very into dinosaurs. Oh, no, I was, I was joking. Yeah. Yeah, human
1: <laughs> is tribal is dead, fellas. Sorry to break the news um yeah this is a weird card this is card is going to i think be like i don't know it's like it's kind of cool so i think that you should evaluate this like largely as this tutors for a dinosaur in the late game um and in the early game like if there's a red deck like i imagine you play this but it's not great against the like it's a one one so like it just Dies. dies to everything yeah. um and like you maybe you don't even have a dinosaur like maybe it gains you two or four life like if it sticks and stays around for a little bit but it doesn't gain you the life the turn it comes in um so i don't love it for that i, I think it feels like it's a better for a tutor um and i guess like we have to see if the what kind of shape the dinosaur deck takes i think it's going to be a ramp deck um and if it's a ramp deck then like is there going to be a dinosaur that we like a specific one we really want to fetch and mm-hmm. if so, like, I think this card is good, and you're going to have a ton of mana, so like, paying five, six mana total for this uh, tutor is, I think, reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of do am... like it, because I, I think you're going to want to get the, we'll talk about it later, but the, the big super dinosaur.
0: That, that would make sense. Um, I do think this is really exciting, limited, because you lay it down early, no one's going to want to waste removal on a 1-1, and if you happen to have a dinosaur in your hand, you just flash it every turn, gain some life, gain some life, gain some life. You get up to a high mana cost. You search out that one dinosaur that you happen to open in your seal pool.
1: But that dinosaur is in your hand, isn't
0: it? No, no. You have two. Oh, you, you have, have two. two you have you two. Have two. One and one of hands. them is in your hand on turn yeah. one. Yeah. And
1: the other one is at the bottom of your deck.
0: No, that... Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, and limited, Like, it's... Oh, I think this card becomes playable when you have a couple... Of, either if you have multiple dinosaurs uh, or if you have one really, really strong dinosaur. Mm. Then I think this card is fine. Limited.
0: Our next card is Sanguine Sacrament. This is white, white X. For an instant, you gain twice X life. Put Sanguine Sacrament on the bottom of its owner's library.
1: It's funny because a card like this, normally I'd say, like, probably will not, would never see play. Uh, but when you have the hyper aggro, ramen red deck, uh, I, I, I play this. Like, we're losing um, my favorite card, Providence. Ugh. Um, you I'm weren't even playing it. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, no, we're losing Blessed Alliance, though. And Blessed Alliance is, like, a way for Blue White Control, Blue White Approach to live against the red decks. Um, And this card, the fact that you can instant speed it, you can play it anywhere on curve. So, like, for three mana, you're gaining two life, which is not good. But, you know, if you get to turn, like, five or six, like, this can easily get you over the hump to get your tier approach. Um, So, I think, like, eh, you might play this.
0: I'm a little bit more skeptical, but... I do like that it's twice X because I think it would be decidedly unplayable if it were not, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like white blue has such a hard time and like the thing that really matters in that matchup is just like preserving your life total long enough to cast, uh, approach. Yeah. If you can cast approach, you're going to gain another seven. You're probably fine. So I don't know if this card is a like better bridge than just removal spells or whatever. Yeah, um, I
0: feel like removal spells might be better because I don't know. Removal well, if spells you cast in removal long spell, run are going to like quote unquote gain you more life. If
1: you cast a removal spell on turn 2, all right, no because no, well, we're not going to cast this on turn 2. So let's say we cast like a spot removal spell in turn 4. Yeah. Um so we're deal we're killing like uh, I don't know, a two or three power creature. So over and then you're going to cast approach 3 turns later. Um, but you also have a board wipe in there. So like, let's say on average it gains you like four to five life, right? If you cast this on turn four, you're gaining four. And if you cast it on turn five, you're gaining six. Yeah. So it, it's close.
0: Yeah, but don't we have like a white card that gains you life and you can cycle it? So like if you really need to remove. Yeah, but that's
1: cycle it, you pay two to cycle and it gains you two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can pay three to gain six as well. But... I don't know. This just is more flexible. Yeah, it is more expensive though.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I we'll see. I mean, generally, control is just gonna have a bad matchup against red aggro. I hate hate red aggro. protection <laughs> die.
1: Um, next card will definitely see play in white control decks. This is I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for this, Katie. This, I when I saw this, made me very happy. It's funny because remember the two things I was asking for, like two sets ago, was I want a reprint of Planar Cleansing, and they did it. They printed Hour of Revelation, and I said, or I want an instant speed sweeper or a four mana sweeper or something like that, and they did it. This is Settle the Wreckage, White White Uh, 2. I've also heard it called, I like this name, uh, Wrath to Exile. Mm. Uh, and this is White White Two Instant Exile all attacking creatures. Target player controls that player may search his or her library for that many basic lands. Put those cards in the battlefield tapped. Then shuffle his or her library.
0: That's horrible. No,
1: it's so good. It's no. so good.
0: I mean this is really really good. This is very bad for creature decks. Um, yeah. Sanguine Sacragent can can go away. This is this is the answer that control is looking for.
1: It's very good. It's very very good. Um, the and fact four? that it's four mana. It's an instant, which is so good because it gets around the stupid hasty dudes. (laughs) Um, It exiles, which is relevant, and it doesn't target um, because it means that it gets around Hexproof. So Bristling Hydra can't survive this. Bristling Hydra,
0: Kefnet, Hazoret. Well,
1: I mean, those... Kefnet. Who plays Kefnet except me? Uh, Hazoret. Yeah, it kills Hazoret. It kills Hydra. It kills the uncountable tramply, hexproof green dinosaur we're going to talk about later um and yeah just deals with everything uh, so like it what it does is it's going to make it and like the ramp isn't even that bad like you're if, let's say i'm playing against like some average creature deck i'm gonna usually cast a board wipe on turn five and sleep up like three of their creatures this is does the same i'm fine ramping my opponent like by two or three lands like that's not yeah, a huge deal they don't deal. even
0: have anything to play with it
1: yeah i i'm i'm pretty okay with that uh wow. so i'm excited for this card um we'll have to see maybe in this standard ramping your opponent is a really bad thing to do yeah i we'll don't have to know see.
0: i mean this feels like so we have this and we still have solemnity in white so this is reminding me a lot of modern where white has really good sideboard answers this isn't even a sideboard answer but like White has really good answers, and I feel like we haven't seen a lot of Solemnity in Standard because there aren't really a lot of, like, white decks, and there aren't a lot of black-green decks running around right yeah, now. Yeah, well, black-green kind of fell off, died.
1: Um, and white is uh, mostly played in Approach, right. but, like, Approach has a really good teamer matchup yeah, already, so... so yeah, have no reason. Do, yeah. Mono White Eldrazi plays it, um, and sure. I think the uh, Horse deck, Sunmare deck, plays it as well. Yes. Yeah. But we'll have to see. I just know I'm excited. Instant Speed Sweepers are are awesome. So I'm very excited for that that card. Okay. Our next card is Tokatli Honor Guard. I'm probably saying that wrong. It is white one for a 1-3 human soldier. Human tribal, Human soldier. Creatures entering the battlefield don't cause abilities to trigger. They've killed Panharmonicon, Katie. They've done it. They've finally done it.
0: It, it wasn't. It's not a thing right yeah. now. So
1: like this card... I'll be honest. This is cheap it's a one three so it like it has a decent butt um this is a card that like depending on what so if, if uh what is it oketra's monument right sticks around um like oh, the monument triggers on casting bygone bishop triggers on cat oh it's rotates actually never mind mm. bishop is gone so might not work out so well but like this is really good against teamer um, it means that their none of their energy stuff triggers except like they can attune, but like Rogue Refiner mm-hmm. won't draw them a card and make energy. Virtuoso and Hydra don't produce energy, um, so that's kind of appealing to me. Uh, like where, especially where like creatures have gotten so good, and a lot of the, you know the playable creatures have ETBs. Something like this might be playable in a, a kind of low to the ground white deck. It it just like we have to see if a deck is willing to spend slots on this card because it's right. two mana for a one three is not exciting. Um, but it has a strong, the ability is strong.
0: Yeah. I think the ability is strong. I like, I can't decide if I would like it better on an enchantment just because it'd be harder to remove or like, it's nice to have the body cause maybe it could do something, but I don't see a one, three attacking very often Yeah. and it's not going to be able to block a whole lot, but the ability is strong. I'm interested.
1: And if, if Panormonicon <laughs> makes it big, mm-hmm. I'm telling you with the rotation, you know, it could become huge. Mm-hmm then this card becomes just the key cyborg card in standard.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, Next up, we have Arcane Adaptation. This is Blue 2 Enchantment. As Arcane Adaptation enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures you control are the chosen type in addition to their other types. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield.
0: Creature spells are that type? Sorry, creature spells. Not Mm -hmm. all spells. I was like, what? Instants are that type? Yeah. Yeah. Creature spells. Creature spells. Yeah. Uh,
1: So here's the thing with this card. Um... <laughs> you want this in a tribal deck, right? Yeah. But in a tribal deck, you're They're already dumb. running all the tribe.
0: Yeah. The only place that I can think of this being exciting is when you're casting metallic mimic and you don't normally get a cast trigger because Whoa. it's not the creature type on I've the colour. Of Colossus, which is rotating. Right. Yeah, so this is not exciting.
1: This is gonna keep zombies alive, Katie. Name <laughs> zombies, play just random good creatures, and play Scarab God. Zombie Tribal. Blue Black. Let's go.
0: Okay, that is I mean, so I know Scarab God is just really good anywhere, but the idea of playing it in a zombie dedicated deck where on upkeep you drain like seven. Oh yeah. Oh doesn't yeah. Does that sound amazing? Just play Scarab and then God and this. Seven?
1: play in a tokens deck named Zombie <laughs> and then just like Scarab God drain you for lethal. Well, where this card actually I've heard is good is Commander.
0: Oh yeah. no way. So I'm
1: the uh the relevant the resident that commander does, expert to that so. does make sense. Yeah, it seems like it would be good in commander. It's a version of conspiracy which does something similar. Uh yeah. So Arcane Adaptation. Um mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of tribal here and tribal matters. We'll talk about we have like a land and mm-hmm. something else or mana rock as well that care about tribal. Uh and we'll we'll get to the tribe I'm most excited about as well. Yeah. Maybe you can talk about yours.
0: I mean, I kind of agree with you, though. In a tribal deck, you're probably going to have most of your travel, and I think three mana and an enchantment is going to be a lot to spend Agreed. to, like, fix Agreed. those couple cards.
1: Next, we have Daring Saboteur. This is blue one for a 2-1 human pirate, human travel. Uh, blue two, Daring Saboteur, can't be blocked this turn. Whenever Daring Saboteur deals damage to a player, you may draw a card. If you do, discard a card.
0: Oh, well, that's just lovely. It's bad. Oh, I mean in limited.
1: Yes. In limited, it's all... Um...
0: I love can't be blocked. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, All right, and
1: limited. late
0: game, Does do everything. damage a turn.
1: I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I think oh, yeah, it's yeah. fine and limited. Yeah. Like, you're right. Unblockable is pretty good. Slither Blade sometimes just gets there. Um, the <laughs> looting effect. So this is
0: a little bit faster than Slither Blade.
1: Twice as fast to be exact.
0: Well, but you can't, you have to be able to pay the mana for it to not you're be right. blocked. So right, you're right, you're right. not twice as fast because you start right. a couple of turns late. That's
1: true. Yeah. Um, so slower than, it's bounded by 2N. Uh, and yeah, it's not quite as fast. Yeah. So, uh, when it deals come out, you get to loot. That's nice. I would like looting. Um, it feels pretty bad, as Min was talking about, when you're sitting across the table from someone who's just, like, looting every turn, because that you know their cards are just going to be better than yours. Yep. Um, in Standard, we, we have to see Pirates. Uh, the Pirate tribal deck is really low to the ground and aggressive, it looks like, um, but it, it seems unlikely they're going to want it 2-mana, two 2-1. Two, Doesn't yeah. seem to do enough. I think they have a lot of pump effects, like, maybe, because then people aren't going to want to block anyways, and you get a little bit of looting, and it's cheap, but... Uh, so, I mean all it has what going colors for are it. Pirates, riches. it's blue black, blue, black red. red. Yeah. Okay. All it has going for it is the tribe. That's about it in standard.
0: Yeah. All right, our next card is Dreamcaller Siren. This is blue blue 2 for a th- <sighs> That's your siren noise?
1: That's Dreamcaller Siren.
0: Oh, it's a gentle siren cuz I was gentle. like sirens are But it's
1: dreaming, so it's
0: <sighs> Oh, it's, it's a little uh up in the clouds. A little bit. Get little it. Bit. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh so it is 4 for a 3 3 Siren pirate.
1: Imagine if sirens just went,
0: woo, 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 woo. That would be incredible.
1: Inspired by Kaladesh. Sirens on Kaladesh would go, woo,
0: woo, woo, woo. Yeah, but there aren't sirens on Kaladesh. Just
1: wait till we open the planar gates.
0: Crazy. All right. It is a pirate and has flash flying and can block only creatures with flying. When it enters the battlefield, if you control another pirate, tap up to two target non-land permanents. I like it. First of all, 4 for 3-3 three, three flyer in limited is a great rate. Flash is a great tack on. You can ambush and kill something in the sky. And, um, seems likely that you might randomly have another pirate, so...
1: Yeah, not being able to block non-flyers is a little bit of a downside, but not incredibly because pirates are going to be aggressive, which means you're going to be attacking a lot. Um, And I agree with what you said. The base rate is solid. Like, I'd play a 4-mana 3-3 happily, and then you just pile on upside. So, cards great and limited. Uh, Standard, no.
0: Next is Entrancing Melody. This is Blue Blue X, Sorcery, gain control of target creature with converted mana cost X.
1: This card is playable. Um, We've seen a couple of control magic effects we've seen. Confiscation Coup, which sees mm-hmm. play in Teamer Energy. Kefna's Last Word, which sees play in um, the Godfarer's Gift Mirrors. Uh, and before that, we saw, I don't remember its name, the Converge Mind Control for five mana that Jeskai Black played in the mirror or against uh, Albzon. And every time they print this, we see this card get played. And this one, the cool thing about this is that it's so flexible. Um, and mm-hmm. I like, you know, in modern, you get to steal Death Shadow for three mana, or like it can be yeah. active removal spell for three mana. Um, it's really bad against Tasigur and Angler, <laughs> so like I don't know if I want it there. But I you know. I'm just thinking, like in modern, there's a lot of low cost creatures, and this is a card that's going to be pretty easily be able to steal it. Uh, and in standard as well, um, I just I, I like it. I like being able to take stuff. Uh, if you're not in energy, then like this card is often going to be better than Confiscation Coup, right? Confiscation Coup is five mana to steal a four, a CMC four, and this is uh, going to steal, be six mana to steal a four. Yeah. Uh, but it can also steal anything higher, which Confiscation Coup can't do if you're not in energy.
0: To be fair, no one plays Confiscation Coup if they're not in energy.
1: Yeah, that's the point. Is what I'm saying is like, Entrancing Melody is better because you can play in non-energy decks.
0: Yeah, but I, I think it might again face the like, cost problem of like, Kufnets Slap's word has serious downside because it keeps your lands tapped, but four to steal whatever mana costs, like you can steal Scarab God for four mana versus this would have to be seven.
1: Yeah, I think I'm ok. I, I think I'm okay with that. Like I just think the card is flexible. Mm. Uh like you can cuz you you're not just going to cast it or steal Scarab God. like if you're ahead on board you can pay three and you can or t- uh, four and steal their, like Long Tusk Cub, right? Mm. Uh, I I think it's I think it's a fine card and I think it'll probably see play. Cool. Herald of Secret Streams is next. This is blue 3 for a 2-3 merfolk warrior. Creatures you control with plus and plus 1 counters on them can't be blocked. So we've been told that the merfolk, which are in blue-green, uh, are going to care about plus and plus 1 counters. So I'm not super excited about this. I, I think I need to see
0: more merfolk? more
1: merfolk before I decide how excited I am. Yeah. Um, I'll say that, like, if, if you... Build, like, a Sultai Merfolk snake deck. That'd be cool. Yeah. But that's all I got. That's all yeah. I got for it. We need, to see, we need to see more Merfolk. Like, four mana for a 2-3 is bad. A bad rate. Fair. Um, bad. But not so bad that, like, I wouldn't play this if there's a ton of Merfolk support for, like, counters and stuff. But yeah. we'll have to see.
0: Um, It is nice that it's creatures you control, not just, like, Merfolk creatures. Yeah, yeah. So you can have snakes with counters or cats yeah. with counters and they can't be blocked and right. that effect is true the turn it comes down right so all that you play it and then all of a sudden you have right. a bunch of unblockable creatures and
1: cards like this have seen play before where uh usually it's mirrors where like if the mm. format becomes really heavy on one deck like uh when band company was a deck mm-hmm. and people started playing uh the six mana four four angel that when it came in, tapped your opponent's board. Because everyone knew that, like, that mirror ended up in board stalls, so people just wanted a way to break it. Uh, Even in, like, um, in modern, people are playing, some people are playing on Falconer in the Human Company deck because Mm. it gives them flying, just a way to, like, kill in grindy matchups. So this can play a similar role where, like, if you're in a grindy, if you know that, like, you're going to face a lot of mirrors and the mirrors are grindy, then this card becomes very playable.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I still think... And
1: limited. I like it.
0: Oh, yeah, totally like it in limited. Um, evasion, great, and, you know, it's a fine body limited. I still think, um, you know, we're going to have to see the merfolk, but it's really scary if you play this and then you swing for what you think is lethal with a bunch of creatures putting them in danger, and then they can kill this instant speed yep. and block and kill other creatures. So,
1: I have the same problem that uh, the... Even Windguide faces in Oketra's Monument. More like it gives all right. your tokens flying, but then they all fall and then come crashing to the ground and die. Does. Right. Yeah.
0: As opposed to what you were saying about the, whatever the card is that taps your opponent's board, right? right. Once it enters, they can't do anything yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, it's a safe swing. So
1: Next is Kapala, Warden of Waves. This is Blue Blue 1 for a 2-2 two, two Legendary Merfolk Wizard. Spells your opponent's cast that target a Merfolk you control costs two more to cast. Abilities your opponent's activate that target a Merfolk you control cast two more to activate. So, I like it. It's, I think it's really good and standard. If you yeah. have a Murfolk tribal deck, I think it's really good. Um, where I don't I don't like it in Modern. Like people keep talking about this deck in in uh, or this card in Modern Fish, but it's like it's it's just not good like good enough. Um, so compare this right now. What the Murfolk the Fish deck runs is Kira, right? Kira is also three mana, legendary, whatever. I think it's flying as well. Uh, Kira makes it so that you need to spend two cards to kill any of the creatures, right? And if you want to be able to kill multiple stuff, you need to spend two cards on Kira so that you can then spend a third card to kill other things. Kapala doesn't do any... Kapala's like, sure, uh, you can kill anything with one card still. It's just going to cost you a little bit more mana. Um, I think that... I, in You know, I don't play fish. Uh, I have not played against it super often. Um, so I'm no, I don't consider myself... In any way to be an expert on this deck but it seems to me that I would want to play Kira over Kopala in Merfolk like the only upside Kopala has is that it is actually a Merfolk as opposed as to like a spirit true, a but spirit. honestly I don't think it matters because like for what the card you play the card not because you're trying to get another you know Merfolk on the field you're playing it because you want protection for your stuff and yeah. Kira just does that so much better
0: yeah I guess my only question is like um Merfolk is supposed to be pretty aggressive so you know, you say they can still just kill it with one card, and that's true, but if the tempo is enough, like, if them having to tap out to kill this instead of being able to do two removal spells When in one are you going to be able to do that? What, them? So, what? Your opponent having to yeah. tap out. when
1: are they ever, like, if you play Kira on turn three versus this card on turn three, right? Mm-hmm. In order to kill uh, this card, you need to spend, let's say you have, like, the typical, you have, like push and path and bolt or something okay your typical removal spells so if you're on a one mana removal spell Hmm. you pay three mana to kill Kapala versus two mana and two cards to kill Kira I much prefer having Kira even there, which is like the best case scenario for Kapala. The moment you go up to two mana removal spells, Kira is way better. The moment you go up to like any other point in the game where they have more mana, Kira is better. So like the best case scenario for Kapala compared to Kira, Kira I think is still better. So like I'm just, I don't think this card sees playing Refuge.
0: Okay. Moving right along, we have River's Rebuke. This is blue blue four for a sorcery. Return all non-land permanents target player controls to their owner's hand. Yeah. Do we just have like Winds Rebuke, which was like the same card?
1: Uh, we had a Rebuke. We had I don't Metallic think it rebuke. was
0: all non-land.
1: Um, also notable flavor text says, uh, "Carefully following the thematic compass, Bolus had given her Vraska blundered straight into the River Herald's trap," which means that Vraska doing some work for Bolus it seems. Mm. So a little sketch. Anyways, um, I like this card because this. It's okay, I just want to point out Katie. Mm-hmm. Okay, we gotta wait and see. Wait for the commons and uncommons. Mm-hmm. Uh, between we have Rislav Fumigate. We're gonna have Rivers Rebuke. We're gonna have uh, Settle the Wreckage. If we get one or two Fogs, oh no, then we're gonna have uh, cl- like close to enough pieces to just build a Fog deck. Like this, this card pretty good in that deck. Um, the ability to bounce every, and it's only it's one sided, and it bounces all non-land permanent so it bounces planeswalkers and everything else um, I like it it seems really it seems really strong and in limited like people will just lose to, like you just lose if you get this cast against you and your opponent has any kind of a board this card it seems very 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 strong and it's only at rare um, so like y- you're gonna have to be very careful if you think your opponent has this card because it's insane Yeah. it's a one-sided board wipe in limited where you just win the turn you cast it
0: Scary. Our next card is Blood Crazed Paladin. This is black one for a 1-1 Vampire Knight with Flash. When it enters the battlefield... Oh, sorry. It enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each creature that died this turn.
1: Vampires are not impressing me. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah. You There's, have to have a bunch is, of creatures die for this like, to come in as, like, at least a 2-2? Or... And
1: what I hear people saying is, oh, you play this post-board wipe. I... If I'm a control deck and I wipe the board, and then they play one threat, I don't really care, honestly. Like it's one, it's one more creature. I can kill a creature. Uh, so this not is gonna...
0: super pushable.
1: Yeah, it dies to push, um, which lets we'll us see like how popular that card is, how popular yeah. black control decks are. But um, uh, you know, it's not like I'm wiping. Usually, when you cast a board wipe in this standard. You're going to hit, like I said earlier, like three, maybe, you know, two to four creatures. So this is going to come in at best as, like, a 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. And then you get to hit number five, and then it just dies the next turn. Like, I don't think like it's a bad card, but, I don't like, if you want board wipe protection, play the green one hexproof instant thing. Or, like, sure, oh, like, that Oh, heroic doesn't work.
0: intervention? Yeah,
1: like, that doesn't work as well against uh, our devastation, but, like, that's not seeing a ton of play. I just don't think the card does enough. Like, if you're thinking about this as, like oh, this will be good against board wipes. Sure, it's fine against board wipes, but it's not by no means is it like, oh, I am strongly favored to win this game if I resolve this card. I just don't think the card's that good. Yeah. It's kind of vanilla. Flash is nice, but... Like, you can't even do it in combat. Like, if your opponent swings and then you block and some stuff dies, and then you get to flash this in, you you didn't get to block anything and, like, eat something (laughs) up. Um, The only case it works is where if they kill something before combat... Um, yeah, it's just I, I'm not impressed by it. Next we have Boneyard Parley, which is black, black five sorcery. Exile up to five target creature cards from graveyards. An opponent separates those cards into two piles. Put all cards from the pile of your choice onto the battlefield under your control, and the rest into your owner's their owner's graveyard. Um, huh. So I I like this card. And uh, now normally I would say like something like this is probably pretty unplayable, but having toyed around a bit with the blue-black reanimator deck. Um, I can say that Ever After is very, very strong in that deck, bringing back, like, Noxious Gear Hulk plus Razaketh, right? And if you put this into a deck uh, that is wanting to reanimate its threats, then this just becomes kind of an Ever After replacement. It's a little bit more expensive, but you're getting more upside because you're able to take your opponent's stuff um, and you're able to get more than two creatures back uh, or one really, really good creature back, you know, but I think usually you're going to get two. Um, so I, I'm a fan of it in that one narrow archetype. I think it's pretty unplayable in anything else because, like, just play Scarab God if you want creatures. Uh, yeah. But in Reanimator with Liliana's Death Majesty, uh, you get to run um, Scarab God, this card, as a replacement forever after. Uh, I like it.
0: Alright, and, I mean, you mentioned that it's one more mana, but yeah. that one more mana kind of feels like a lot.
1: Well, the Reanimator deck runs so much filtering that it's not, that, like, I've never had, if you can get to turn three, I don't think I've ever, like, you rarely miss land drops after mm. turn If you get to three on the Reanimator deck, you will not miss any more land drops for the rest of the game, because Champion of Wits, um, Oath of Jace, and Strategic Planning all make sure you hit your land drops. Oath of Jace is rotating, hopefully we'll get, you know, some other piece, and, like, some piece decks are even cutting that card a little bit, so... Yeah, I'm not too worried about the extra man. I don't think it's a huge, huge deal. It's a late game card. Usually you don't even cast Ever After on turn six, because on turn five, you reanimate something with Liliana. So Mm -hmm. you'll actually cast Ever After uh, in the late, late game. Um, And that also would be, I think, where you cast Boneyard Parley.
0: Interesting. All right, our next card is Deadeye Tracker. This is black for a 1-1 human pirate, and it has the ability Black 1-Tap. Exile two target cards from an opponent's graveyard. Deadeye Tracker explores... So, Explore is one of our new mechanics for Ixalan. I'll just read our reminder text for this card. Reveal the top card of your library. Put that card into your hand if it's a land. Otherwise, put a plus one, plus one counter on this creature. Then put the card back or put it into your graveyard. Yeah.
1: What's your initial impression?
0: I mean, so one for one, one is really weak. Um, Being able to repeatedly exile cards from graveyard instant speed... I think it's actually pretty good. Two is a little much, but, um, you know, playing against certain decks with Crook of Condemnation, which is an artifact that lets you exalt cards from the graveyard, um, can matter against certain decks. The Explore, I guess, is helpful, because you could grow this creature. I I don't know.
1: I think uh, any of this card is, like, staple level good.
0: What?
1: Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of it reminds me of uh grim lavamancer tireless tracker corsair crufix it reminds me of all these cards because card is cheap one mana sweet yeah you have to pay two to activate it sure but you had to pay two to crack the clues off tracker okay. um yeah the tracker is,
0: starts as a three
1: two doesn't matter okay. like yeah it starts as a three two like i would still play tireless tracker if all it did was make clues like, I don't care, like, yeah, often you can win games with Tracker because it becomes big, but if Childless Tracker didn't get counters for Clues, I'd still play it. Um, Corsair of crucifix didn't get any counters, that card was still played. And this, like, I, like none of these are perfect comparisons to what this is, because, like, all these other cards d- definitively provide card advantage, right? Lava Mancer will hit burn your opponent for you're playing a burn deck, right? So it's going to be worth about a card, or a little bit less than a card, if you assume your average card does 3 damage. Tracker is going to be worth a, a card if you can hit land course or prefix, if it sticks at all Or if you play it on three and have a land on top it's going to provide card advantage This is the same thing where if you except it's so much cheaper, which means you can play this early um, It's very mana efficient. You can play it late and still have whatever up and Whereas this doesn't necessarily Provide you card advantage uh, because it does have to be a land like course or was the same way it had to be a land and in the case where it's not a land Instead of Corsair just being like, yeah, look at this top card of my library, right? You get to put it in your graveyard if you don't like it. And if you do like it, cool, keep it on top, and you could put a counter on this. So it grows like Tracker. It provides card advantage akin to Corsair Crufix, and it has a similar kind of cost to Grim Lava Mancer. So like these are three cards that have all been really, really good in their formats. So I think Did i Tracker is actually going to be playable. I think it was going to come down to is like, if there's a deck like the old on midrange deck,
0: mm. something that
1: really wants to kind of grind and play games that go longer and play a lot of kind of creature-based stuff uh, along with some removal, then I think this card would would be good in that. If the format's like really fast and aggressive or like very control-based, like this card's not great.
0: Not gonna make it. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I think this um, mechanic explore is really interesting and I'm like having a little trouble evaluating it because you don't Like know what you're gonna see on the top of your deck yeah but it's like it's
1: like kind of it's 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 a one-time better activation of course of crufix's existence right right where you're doing a courser but better because you get a counter and you get a like a better than scry because you can also put stuff into your graveyard that you want in your graveyard you can put like you know reanimation targets um And, you know, hitting your opponent's graveyard for exile is pretty cool. I think one problem you could run into with this card is that uh, if games are not going long enough and your opponent doesn't have a uh, filled enough graveyard, then this card becomes, like, pretty useless. Yeah, Um, like, you probably
0: can't do this turn two because they probably don't have to. No, 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 definitely not.
1: No, no, definitely. This is, like, a a later game thing, which is is another difference, right? Because, like, Corsair... Provides uh, value starting on turn four as does Tracker. Whereas this is going to provide value later. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting card. Really cool card. There. I,
0: I would be very curious. I'm still skeptical, but I'm very curious to see how it plays. Yeah.
1: All right. What's next?
0: Fathom Fleet Captain. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Uh, this is Black 1 for a 2-1 human pirate with menace. When Arr. Fathom Fleet Captain attacks... Y- If you control another non-token pirate, you may pay two. If you do, create a 2-2 black pirate creature token with menace. This
1: is so much better than the uh, vampire one.
0: Oh my god. Like, yeah, you have to pay two, but... But 2-2 with menace is, like, actually a threat. Uh, 1-1 lifelink vampires? Yeah.
1: I think like if, if, and here's the thing too, Van, uh, the, the pirates we know also create treasure. They care about treasure, which is going to provide you mana. So like you're able to craft your treasures to fuel this and it won't actually be beyond that mana. So I think if there's an aggressive pirate deck and that deck is, you know, including treasure, then um, then I, I think this card's great. It's mana, so it, like it's, a, it's aggressive by itself. Yeah. You can pay two to provide value. This alongside like Glint Sleeve Siphoner. Uh, which is also a 2-1 with Menace that provides yeah. value. Like, there's just so many cheap, aggressive Black that also provide value at the same time. Uh, I'm, I think the card's pretty good. I'm it pretty does remind me
0: of Glint sleeve Siphoner because it's a Menace 2-1 that provides value, and it, it can be very annoying to deal with because mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to spend a removal spell on it, and, like, it's Menace, so you have to double block, and sometimes 2 can actually kill something, so... And it's
1: something where, like, you really... You know, if Siphoner attacks once... It feels terrible because now right. you draw a card. And any removal spell you play, like you're down a card. Same thing with this, where if it attacks once, like you know, a two-two is not great, but a two-two with menace is better. And like yeah. now, you will have to deal with that as well. So it, this card just gets out of hand fast, it snowballs well, and I I like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's exciting. The one thing to note though, this versus the vampire is. The um captain has to attack itself. It's mm. not just any pirate.
1: That's true. But like also, you don't mind it. I want to be attacking with this. Yeah. A two mana, two power menace. It's, definitely.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be aggressive. You should be attacking.
1: <laughs> Next is our first alternate win condition of the set. <laughs> Revel enriches. This is Black Four Ooh. Enchantment. Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, uh create a colorless treasure artifact token with tap, sacrifice this artifact, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control ten or more treasures, you win the game.
0: <laughs> uh how much is a mechanized production yeah i'm so
1: happy that you went to the same spot as i did because you could build a deck that just runs a bunch of treasure makers and then revel in riches along with um mechanized production and now you have like redundant ways to win the game off treasure where you're just trying to make a lot of treasure and like yeah. four mana and five mana you know that they curve nicely like I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, And also, we're gonna really have to see how difficult it is to reduce treasure because ten doesn't seem like a lot.
0: It doesn't, Uh, and like this, and then board wipe, and you get.
1: Yeah, if you're in blue black and you're like playing this kind of blue black mechanized Revel deck, like you're gonna have a bunch of removal anyways, and I don't know, I don't know. Also, like it works with the improvised cards because you're producing, you know, treasure and like. If you're in a treasure deck then Improvise becomes better. Tezzeret becomes better, right? Could you
0: play that uh, the demon, the improvised demon where you can like sack? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is is actually kind of interesting.
1: It is interesting. I'm I'm not saying it could be tier one. It's interesting. (laughs) Uh, And I think that we should watch the treasure mechanic because it does have synergy with kaladesh yeah and the cards from kaladesh that like needed a little bit more artifact support to be good mm-hmm. right we saw the grixis improvised decks kind of fall a little bit flat right um, and with a little more support might be they might become playable
0: interesting all right our next card is ruin raider this is black two for a three two orc pirate what <laughs> that's what orcs do oh. that's more but yeah i guess Anyways, uh, it has Raid. At the beginning of your end step, if you attacked with a creature this turn, reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand. You lose life, equal to the cards converted mana cost.
1: Okay. So this is our Dark Confidant version uh, of the set. What do you think?
0: Uh, I guess pirates are supposed to be attacking, so this could be pretty frequent. And it can happen the turn it comes down, because it's end step. Yeah. Yeah. and actually, you know, in an aggressive deck, one of the things you struggle with is you run out of gas. So mm-hmm. this is a nice way, as you're attacking and your creatures are dying, to, like, refill your hand. Yeah. You don't care if you take damage, because you're supposed to kill them first anyway. So I think this could have a, could have a home. I know it's
1: a small sample so far, um, but the th- we haven't seen many dinosaurs. But with the three tribes we've seen, Merfolk, uh, Pirates, and Vampires, I- Pirates look the best. Like, their rares are, like... The rares represent what they're trying to do, which is attack a whole bunch, mm-hmm. um, and they're synergistic and they're aggressive. Whereas the others are uh, tribes that seem a little bit less focused and a little bit lower power level. But yeah, for uh, I, the pirate deck, I think this is like the best Bob version of Bob that they printed in a while because, um, like you said, you can trigger it the turn it comes down. Which is awesome. Yeah. You're playing this in an aggro deck, so you're not you don't care about your life total that much in the first place. And second, your mana costs are gonna be low, so it won't even do that much damage to you. Um and you yeah, you don't have to attack with this to trigger it. I, I think the card is really good. And you're gonna be attacking every turn anyways, because you're an aggro deck. So I'm I'm a fan of Rune Raider. I think the card is sweet.
0: Very cool, very exciting. Our last black card of the day is Vraska's contempt. This is black black two for an instant. Exile target creature or planeswalker, you gain two life. Um,
1: so, uh, I think this card is good. Um, we've seen, like, you know, cast out has become really popular in the white, blue, white control decks, and black doesn't have something like this, right? Like, the best black has if it wants to exile a creature's hour of glory um and it which can't... is
0: five right
1: no it's four oh, it's instant, four and it only costs a single block uh but this is just better because it deals with planeswalkers so basically it's it, i mean it's a hero's downfall for one more mana mm-hmm. with the upside that it's going to exile and gain you two life um so the card will see play that's not really a question to me like black controlled decks will want this um we'll have to see how many copies they want of it
0: yeah i mean i think
1: it's a really good removal spell. But yeah, I mean, I, I think what...
0: Scarab God we mentioned. Yeah. And I think that's a real threat. And um, basically decks without white have a lot of trouble with Scarab God because... Absolutely. How do you get rid of it, right? Like, your only answer basically is never to return. And you have to have, like, return Seven in mana. your graveyard. Well, yeah. No, because never is a sorcery. So you have to have cast it before... Is never a sorcery? Never is a sorcery. Yeah, so you have to have already cast it. And return has to be in your graveyard. Oh. Seven mana. Oh, so you can do it on your turn. yeah.
1: Because otherwise, it just goes back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I, if Scarab God ends up like continuing to be on the rise, uh, then contempt goes up in value. Mm-hmm. But even in the case where Scarab God doesn't, it's still such a flexible, powerful card. I mean, it also answers Hazaret. Um, it answers Chandra, which I think is you know best planeswalker in standard. Um, it just it answers everything. It answers just so many things, and it exile. Yeah. I so I really like the card. I think the exile is really relevant um and notice that
0: we haven't mentioned the two life at all uh, yeah
1: well <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like they tack that it's like on. a cute
1: thing to tack on but really you're paying the extra mana to exile it and i think in this standard that's going to be relevant yeah um, we're just gonna like things like this we always have to wait and see kind of what the format shapes up to look like because um if the form you know if the if, format's all hyper aggro then like you don't want this right
0: there are cheaper removal spells yeah but if the exile stuff. is important yeah
1: but generally I like it just because it does answer so many things right yeah. like so many things <laughs> uh, it doesn't answer you know cast out answers everything but cast out can also be answered itself um, yeah this card
0: cannot yeah,
1: yeah. I kind of wish we had this now so I I, I know. would love this against like Ulamog and I would World love Breaker. this in
0: Zombies
1: yeah it's so it's so flexible yeah yeah, I think, yeah, I, I don't know if it'll be a four of because of it's four mana, right. but I, I can see it definitely as a three of in yeah. black and white. I mean, decks. four
0: of is a serious constraint. Like, you know, when we were evaluating Cast Out last season, you were very excited about its flexibility. And I yeah. agree, the flexibility is amazing. Cycles. And it's like it... But it is so expensive. Because yeah. I, I did play some decks with it or test them, and it, it is so frustrating waiting to get to four mana and spending your entire turn on it. And like you said, people can answer it after yeah. it's down.
1: There's, I mean, there's not a lot of answers. Like, the, usually the only way they answer it is with another cast out. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the fact that cast out cycles means that you can uh, run for and not feel bad. Yeah. Whereas Contempt, like, the ca- like the, the card is really good. I just, I don't want, you know, three or four of these stuck in my hand. Because it's too too expensive for that. Yeah. But we'll see. If the format becomes Scarab Gods and Planeswalkers, I'll run for. Uh, Hero's Downfall is a four of because Planeswalkers were so good. Uh, mm-hmm. Creatures were so good. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see. Next we have Angroth's. I don't know how to say that. I, think, I assume it's I like Angroth's it. Marauders. Red Red 5 for a human pirate. It's a 4-4. Four, four. If a source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead.
0: Huh. 7? For 4-4? Four, four?
1: Pretty similar to the... Uh, again, limited. Pretty similar to the Double Strike Dinosaur. Um, except that this works. The turn it comes down. Whereas the Double Strike Dinosaur does not. Mm. Um, and this is in red. Uh, in standard... You're not gonna play this.
0: No. Oh no. Yeah. No. No. I would still play it in limited. I think it's good in limited. Yeah.
1: Seven's a lot. Was the dinosaur six or seven?
0: I don't know. We're gonna see it.
1: No. Yeah. No. The one from earlier, the double strike dinosaur. Oh, it the ceratops. Yeah. yeah.
0: Seven for the three three. So uh, this is seven for I, a four. I, I
1: want to revive. I don't think. I don't. I think it's okay. Even Unlimited, limited, I think the card's okay. I, did I say I thought it was really really good? I think it's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and the red one, I think, is better. Uh, because it's...
0: Because it's a 4-4 four, four and it's...
1: It does it when it, it comes doesn't down. have to be attacking. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to... Yeah. But, uh...
0: Yeah, they're good. They're
1: good. What's next?
0: Burning Sun's Avatar. This is Red Red 3 for a no, 6 No, no, no. It's
1: Red 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 3.
0: Oh, yes, 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 Red yes. oh. Red 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 Yes, <laughs>
1: it's about 20 red mana.
0: <laughs> no, it's a total of 6 with 3 red symbols. Uh For a 6-6, Dinosaur Avatar. Ooh. Avatar. Uh, when Burning Sun's avatar enters the battlefield, it deals three damage to target opponent and three damage to up to one target creature.
1: Love it. So good and limited. Like this card, 6-6 oh, six, six body for six is awesome. It bolts a creature and bolts your opponent. That's really strong. Yep. That's really strong. This Would card is... Hard, so it's going to be hard to get rid of and it kills stuff and it burns. does everything you want. I like it a lot.
0: Yep. I'd say the only thing you have to be careful of is the triple red... You actually yeah, really yeah, yeah. have to be in red. This is yeah. not a splash option. Yeah.
1: And in standard, uh, you know, we'll see what the ramp deck look like. I feel like there's going to be feel better like options, you have
0: better targets.
1: Yep. Um, but, it's not
0: bad, but I feel like yeah. you have better targets. Yeah.
1: Next we have Captain Lannery Storm. Whoa. This is red two for a two two legendary creature, human pirate, with haste.
0: Mm. Human tribal.
1: <laughs> uh, this card would be really good in human tribal.
0: All right, tell us what
1: it does. it'd uh, be all right in human travel. Whenever Captain Lannery Storm attacks, create a colorless treasure artifact creature... Not creature. Artifact <laughs> token. With tap, sack this artifact, add one mana, any color to your mana pool. Whenever you sacrifice a treasure, Captain Lannery Storm gets one one plus 0 until end of turn. So this is cool because yeah. it means that, you know, if you want to, you can just attack for three. Because uh, you sack the treasure right away. It doesn't come in tapped. You don't have to pay anything to sack it. So that's cool. Um, pirates are going to care about treasure, it, yeah. it seemed. So it, it's doing something relevant. Uh, it's aggressive. Uh, it has haste. I, again, like the pirates actually seem decent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is also um, making me think of who, Ragavan and, oh, Kerryzev. Yeah, Kerryzev. Yeah, because I mean, it's. Uh, again, yeah, it's
1: another really aggressive card. It's a right.
0: I mean, Kerryzev doesn't have haste.
1: No, but it has a... Uh,
0: but it deals three damage when it attacks, essentially, because yeah. you have the monkey, along with carries out yeah, herself. Yeah, and it has a first strike. Right. Which
1: is awesome. And three um, toughness with first strike. Is like, actually kind of kind of frustrating to kill sometimes yeah. without removal. Yeah.
0: Very cool. And that could really get out of hand if you have a lot of treasure. Like, totally. You can't really let that Yeah, you can pump through. this a lot. Yeah.
1: If you uh, are ready for it.
0: Next card is Red Red 2 for Rowdy Crew. Oh, getting <laughs> rowdy. So this is a 3-3 human pirate with trample. When it enters the battlefield, draw three cards, then discard two cards at random. Oh, random. If two cards that uh, that share a card type are discarded this way, put two plus one plus one counters on Rowdy Crew. Oh. <laughs> this is oh. a mythic. Oh, I just don't like random. I mean, random is always so bad. I mean... You just don't know. It could be so bad. What if you have a bomb in your hand or you draw a bomb and then you discard it and you're in limited and it's your only bomb?
1: Here's here's the thing though. I think like, um, I okay, this is a pirate. You want to be attacking with it. Mm-hmm. You want this to be a 5-5, five, five, right? This card, I think if you're in the pirates, you're running mostly creatures and lands so like you're drawing three and discarding two. So like yes, it's random. You could lose important things, but it's putting you up a card no matter what. Second, you're you have a decent chance at getting the counters. So there's a four mana five five with trample.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I, I don't actually hate the card. I don't think. I mean, I, don't, I like you. Am uncomfortable with randomness. I like. I mean, I don't play super aggressive decks typically. Um. In but in limited we're like. You know, the power level is much flatter, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in Standard. Sometimes, I mean, I guess if you're playing, like, just a really aggressive red deck in, in Limited, like, the power is going to be... But, like, I guess the same thing's going to be the case for, for Standard. So, yeah, I think this card is actually not bad.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Talks myself into liking it. Yeah, but if you don't hit two of the same card type and it's four mana for 3-3 three, three Trample, I mean, you still go up a card. All right, yeah. I think it's fine. I, i'm very uncomfortable with the randomness yeah. but that's what red does also
1: when you're uh in like a aggro pirate stack too you probably won't have too many cards in hand so like if you play this with no cards um that's fine because oh, yeah. like you're just drawing two you're cards upside. at random uh, or one card at random um and if you have one then like you know not much worse so i don't mind it don't mind it next we have star of extinction Dinosaurs, we have some bad news for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: This is Red Red 5 Sorcery. Destroy target land. Land destruction's back. Playable land destruction. Let's go. Star of Extinction deals 20 damage to each creature and each Planeswalker.
0: (laughs) You know what? This is just like Hour of Devastation, but But better. way worse. Because it's 20 damage. That's
1: true. This will kill all Planeswalkers. Definitely. Definitely. I would hope Uh, so. Well, actually, I've had Nihiris that this would not have killed. I've had my Nahiris go over 20 before. Wow. Um, but uh, uh, in Commander, this combos with like Stuffy Doll, where you play it and win the game if they're at 20 life or less. Uh, in Standard, it's not good. It's mythic. It feels mythic, so like, I guess I can't complain about it. Um, but like it's just a bad card. Uh, for Standard, Constructed, and uh, Limited, maybe you play this if you want a board wipe. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would play in Limited. Some mana board wipe is good guess uh, and this would be fun you need to deal 20 damage it is i mean and flavor Can you imagine wise, this with uh soul Fire grandmaster oh my goodness spells you control with lifelink oh gain 160 life that's
0: well they weren't printed in the same set for a reason huh. our next card is sunbird's invocation
1: it's a wordy one we got a reader
0: oh dear this is red five for an enchantment Whenever you cast a spell from your hand, reveal the top X cards of your library, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. You may cast a card revealed this way, with converted mana cost X or less without paying its mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order.
1: Yes. (laughs) The problem with cards like this is like you want them to do the opposite of what they do, where you want to be able to cast like this plus like a bolt and then get another free spell like off a cascade. But for six mana, and then you're casting another ex- super expensive spell, which means you're already ahead by a lot. And then you get to cast an extra really expensive... Like, what does this deck look like? Like, How can you build... I don't think... That, uh, it's not a good card. Yeah, like... Don't play this unlimited. Don't mana, play constructed. Seems... It doesn't do anything the turn it comes down. And then like the next turn, what, you're supposed to have another six drop? Like a six drop sorcery and your deck is filled with six drop instants and sorceries? It seems very sketchy. Yeah. Next is uh Tilonali's Skin Shifter. This is Red 2 for a one Human Shaman with Haste. When Tilonali's Skin Shifter attacks, it becomes a copy of another target non-legendary attacking creature until end of turn. Huh. Um, this this seems pretty strong. Um,
0: I, Where? In Standard?
1: So imagine, like, playing this in red and copying the Exert Uncrop something can't block. Yeah, on Crop Crasher. Crasher. Um, I just think, like, this is... The fact that so like clones yeah. have always been a little sketch like their mana cost is what really matters um but the fact that this is three mana and it has haste, uh, haste. i think is what makes this card pretty pretty playable um you can even do like tricky little oh you can't yeah you can, you can do some fun stuff with this though um so like maybe it can't copy ragavan
0: because ragavan is a legendary token
1: that's right and it doesn't work that way anyways uh like yeah, because they go on the stack at the same time, and the Ragavan doesn't exist when this goes on the stack. Oh, okay. Um, so you can't target it, but you're right; it wouldn't be able to target Ragavan or Carizev because Zev is also legendary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I like it. Uh, I think that like an aggressive decks like this, this might even be good in honestly like the dinosaur deck. Yeah, where you get to pay three, swing, and it becomes a you know seven six trampler yeah. crazy guy.
0: And this, I mean, I think this is good in limited. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. It just becomes another copy of your best card, best card if you're attacking, but otherwise it just has to hang yeah, out. You so want you this have in to... an
1: aggressive deck okay. in limited. Because then like the, your best card and your worst card aren't far apart, mm-hmm. so this becomes just like a very consistent three-drop hasty attacker.
0: Yeah, and you'd better be attacking because it is a terrible blocker. Oh,
1: yes. Oh, yes. And that's it for red. Now yeah. we're going to move on to green. Uh, so our first thing for green... Reminds me of Gaia's Revenge back in the day. Remember that card, don't you, Katie? Nope. Green Green 5, Trample, Haste, uh, can't be countered, can't be the target of non-green spells.
0: Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it was
1: really good against Control Decks, which, as you know, I'm a fan of. And this card is pretty similar. This is uh, Carnage Tyrant, Is Green Green 4 for a 7-6 Dinosaur that cannot be countered and has Trample and Hexproof.
0: Oh, I like this card. I know you do. I like this card a lot.
1: <laughs> um, and uh, the thing that makes me sad is we're losing Blessed Alliance.
0: Uh, yeah. Um,
1: but we're gaining Settle the Wreckage. So I think the card is really strong. But it's not as strong as it could be in a format without like pretty decent answers for it. Yeah. Uh, like we have Settle the Wreckage. We have Fumigate, uh, which is uh, you know played. Um. So I, I'm not... It's good. It's very good. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not super concerned about it. Uh, this I is a decent like target this. as well for Ram. Yeah, it's nice.
0: It's a I nice play way to fight card. control decks. And 7-6 is big. I like... wouldn't
1: even mind playing it in a control deck as a finisher if you can go, like, teamer uh, yeah. and play it off, like, Aether Hubs. They yeah. would probably just rather have Scarab God. But...
0: True, true, true. But, it, I mean, it does a good job of protecting yeah. itself. Very cool. I yeah. like Trample. I mean, they block with two 3-2s, and you're like, sure, trade 2 for 1, and I still Trample through to you. <laughs> what?
1: Y- yeah, that's... I'd be pretty sad if this traded for two 3-2s. Yeah. Um, no, I'd be, like, sad oh, for the 7-6 side. Yeah. Like.
0: But, I mean, still.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's good against, you know, control decks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next card is a Deep Root Champion. This is green 1 for a 1-1 one one Merfolk Shaman. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, I'll put a plus and plus 1 counter on Deep Root Champion. Kind of weird that this has, like, super prowess in green.
0: In green, in green, green is very yeah. Confused. So play this About in your blue red right prowess
1: now. deck, and it becomes great. Uh, I don't like it very much no. uh, in limited. Like you need a lot of spells to make this decent. Yeah, just In don't constructed, try it. I don't know what kind of deck you're playing. If you want a green spell based deck, um, and you're playing it, it's a two mana one one. Like
0: so this small. is within
1: range of every removal spell. Uh, yeah, bad card. Let's go next.
0: Emperor's Vanguard. This is green three. For a 4-3 human scout, when Emperor's Vandar deals combat damage to a player, it explores.
1: Um, I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's bad in constructed, and... I in, don't like
0: the three toughness.
1: Yeah, in limited, your four for a 4-3 isn't awesome to start with. If it had a good ETB or something, sure, but, like, this has to connect. It's not even, like, you know, an Amenkhetar Hour where we got to exert and trigger, whether it dealt damage or not. Like, this is... It explores... So then you maybe get a card or you get a counter and like a kind of a scry. It's it's not good enough. The upside is too low yeah. to merit playing it, because the downside is pretty bad and it doesn't have a high ceiling.
0: And it seems really hard to connect with. Like it doesn't have trample, yeah, it, has it has really no low evasion. backside, it comes down turn four. No evasion. Yeah. Our next card is Old Growth Dryads. This is green for a 3-3 dryad. When it enters the battlefield, each opponent may search his or her library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, tap, then shuffle his or her library.
1: Um, I think this card is a trap. Uh, I think people like people don't you don't want to play this in an aggressive deck. Uh, like so the only place you'd want to play it is in an aggressive deck. In right. aggressive Green deck for a I don't want
0: to. Yeah.
1: But like so think about and I know they're different decks, but think about like Ramen Up Red. If they played a one drop that ramped you a land. That would be incredible because you'd yeah. be able to get to your it answers gets a board faster. Faster, board, yeah, everything. Yeah. Fa- so I'd be very happy if my opponent played this, especially because like a three three is good on turn one, especially it's really good, especially yeah. if, like they're on the play, awesome. But it, it dies to everything, and like when it dies to everything, you've put your opponent up a land in the early game when the lands matter the most. Yeah. I, I think the card is a trap.
0: Yeah, I have to say though. It feels so tempting. I'm like, green for a 3-3, what? Yeah,
1: I just think the downside is a real it's downside. It's too high. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like the, you know, Settle the Wreckage, you're ramping your opponent as well, but you're doing it in a deck that probably doesn't care so much that your opponent has lands.
0: Yeah, and you're getting rid of all their stuff. Exiling permanently. Yeah. yeah so sweet. Our next card is Shapeshifter's Sanctuary. This is green. What? Shape. Oh. Well, just shapers. Shapers. Just no
1: shaping. No, no, no shifting. No shifting. Just shaping.
0: Just shaping. Uh,
1: Patrick Shapin. loved this card.
0: This <laughs> is green for an enchantment. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, you may draw a card. Worst
1: card. This card is terrible. This is awesome. I hate this card. Go
0: green. This color card, card draw. Color this card, card is draw. so unfair. Oh my gosh. Like,
1: if you play this against a removal, like a spark removal heavy control deck, Oh. Your control opponent is forced to, like, do nothing until they can board wipe and then find, like, a cast out for... Th- this card is so good. It's That's it's awesome. one mana, so it's an unbelievably cheap. It's an enchantment, so it's really hard to interact with, and it costs nothing after you play it. It's not like Lifecrafters be shitty, yeah. where you have to, like, the scry is free, but to get, actually get card advantage, you need to pay mana. Right. This is crazy. This card is so good against control decks. Yeah,
0: this is great for green.
1: The whole premise of control decks is like out card your opponent, and now you like you just can't.
0: Right. I told you, green, the color of card draw. Green is very it really confused. Is. It's confused so not. Its, it's so
1: unfair. <laughs> you know what this should say? Let me let me re- redo this for you. Mm. This is uh spellcaster sanctuary.
0: Oh. Blue. Enchantment.
1: <laughs> Whenever you cast a non creature spell, draw a card.
0: What oh, no, let
1: me change it. Okay. Whenever a creature you don't control becomes the target of a spell or ability you control, you may draw a card. <laughs> That's what this card should be. And then I would be very happy.
0: Gross. No, Just this is great stupid. for green. No, I hate um, it. Um I don't know that it makes it in main board, but it is definitely a sideboard card for control.
1: So honestly, like depending on what the format is, this could this could be played main board. Yeah. Uh, like if there's enough like spells and teamer energy, like yeah. This, it's a single green mana, and then so it replaces cheap. itself when your opponent casts one a spell. A single spell, target And then if spell. it casts two, it puts you up a card. So a green kind of cantrip that has the possibility to do more. This could see main deck play. It's a shoo-in for sideboards. Oh, yeah. But uh, it could see play in the main deck. It's it's so powerful and so
0: cheap. It's not fair. Very exciting.
1: Ugh. Next we have a Ripjaw Raptor. This is green green two for a 4-5 Dinosaur. Uh, enrage, whenever uh, which is a, a ability word. Whenever Ripjar Raptor is dealt damage, draw a card. So we're seeing dinosaurs <laughs> more card draw, more card draw on green because, yeah. So uh, it is four mana for a four five, so their base rate is very good. Yeah, and the ability is awesome. Oh yeah, awesome. I think too, like, and we'll have to see commons on commons. But if you can get pingers in this set, uh, then all these enraged dinosaurs become nuts, um, and like. I don't think it sees playing standard, but just like keep in mind that stuff with Enrage, if you can play it with Walking Ballista, just is stupid. I
0: was gonna say, this yeah. looks stupid against Walking Ballista. You can just like I, ping, ping, is. ping, draw, it's draw, so draw. It's so dumb. Um, like... And I
1: don't think the card is good enough on its own to merit playing it in standard. We'll see. Um, especially because I think like the dinosaur deck is probably gonna be more rampy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but in limited, fantastic. And uh, eh, maybe standard, but not optimistic. Yep. This is going to draw you at least, unless they have, like, a non-damage-based removal spell, it'll draw you at least a card, or it's just going to, like, kill them. Yeah. Um, it just it seems great. And red removal is, oh, I'd be so happy if they were to remove this.
0: <laughs> or and if they try to rate. kill it in combat. 4 4, four
1: 5 is such a good rate. Yeah. yeah. And it's whenever great. it's double damage, it means if they double block to kill it, you get to draw two. Yeah. And then you've, like, three for one your opponent. Three for two, it's so
0: good. So good. Our next card is Green Green 2, Waker of the Wilds. This is a 3-3 Merfolk Shaman. And it has the ability Green Green X. Put X plus one plus one counters on target land you control. That land becomes a 0-0 zero, zero elemental. With haste, it is still a land.
1: Um, In limited, uh, this card is nuts. Because four mana for 3-3 three, three is fine. And then in the late game, this makes... Uh, it's like the Awakened stuff, right? Or that's yeah. right. It's like a landfall where like... In the late game, it doesn't matter what you draw. Because if you draw land, great. You play it, and now you get to make a giant land. If you draw a threat, awesome. Do that. This is a fantastic mana sink. Probably one of the best mana sinks for limited uh, that we've seen in a while. The only uh, kind of unfortunate, Like, it does die easily, but... um,
0: I mean, a 3-3 in limited is a pretty good body. Yeah. It uh, dies easily, but this is like... 4 for 3-3 is a fine base rate, and the ability...
1: Yeah, it's so good. I, yeah. like, I really like it a lot in limited. In standard uh it's not my favorite um it like i'm trying to think i, I don't know like honestly if you want a man play scarab god
0: yeah no scarab
1: better than everything green deck splash scarab god done <laughs> next we have verdant sun's avatar this is green green five for a five five dinosaur avatar whenever verdant sun's avatar or another creature enters the battlefield under control you gain life equal to that creature's toughness uh uh you'll play in limited it's a big yep. guy but uh, it's not very strong. Life gain is not great, uh, and seven for a five-five is not great as well.
0: Yeah, what's that other? We it's have no the, greater sandworm. No, we do have that like Arbor something that like gains five when it enters and it's Arbor like back a, stomper. Yeah, it's like a five-four trample. It's cheaper, isn't it?
1: Yep. But this will trigger off everything. Oh uh, sure. And also give you uh, auto five life uh whereas the other guy only triggers off itself once. Right. Um, but like but it's I, a, I, yeah, I would rather play the other guy still. It's a tramp honestly. and
0: it's cheaper. Yeah. But if you have crested sunmare.
1: Ooh.
0: All right. <laughs> and we're into our multicolored cards. Yeah,
1: our gold cards. Let's go. <laughs>
0: yeah, so our first gold card sort of fits with the uh treasure um is Grixis, so red, black, blue one. For Admiral Beckett Brass.
1: Beckett's Brass.
0: This is a 3-3 legendary human pirate. Yeah. And uh, other pirates you control get plus one, plus one. Lord Learn, of the Pirates. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, gain control of target non-land permanent, controlled by a player who was dealt combat damage by three or more pirates this turn.
1: This card is very good for its Anthem. Like, 4 for 3 3 is reasonable, Anthem is reasonable... We have to see how aggressive the Pirates deck is. It might turn out that it's too aggressive to want a 4-mana 3-3, even with the Lord effect. Uh, The gain control thing uh, is not the reason to play this, I don't think. But, like, you're going to be attacking every turn, and it does incentivize your opponent more to, like, make bad blocks. Because if they don't, like, you're just going to get their thing anyways. Um, But, like, the Pirates are going to be pretty small... But, like, you're going to be going wide, making them, maybe they have some evasion. So, like, I expect the uh, gain control of stuff ability to pop up sometimes. But I think usually you want this for the lord effect. And it's going to force your opponent into bad blocks. Uh, especially with the with the pump effect, like, on board, they're going to have even worse blocks.
0: Yeah. It does seem like the, the second clause about taking control is going to rarely be relevant. Um, but when it is relevant it could be a real swing well it feels
1: like when it is real like it will pop up but like when it does you're gonna win anyways so it doesn't matter but that's
0: true because you're getting through with three, three pirates, pirates like which good. are all pumped so it's minimum three damage if they're all zero, zero ones. x's yeah.
1: you just play three of the zero ones that all copy each other
0: oh yeah <laughs> oh, but
1: then you have to make them pirates that's okay you have arcane adaptation
0: oh yeah. yeah yeah sure you're playing that too
1: Next we have the real ramp target for the dinosaur deck, Gishath Sun's Avatar. This is red, green, white, five for a 7-6 legendary dinosaur avatar. It has trample, vigilance, and haste. Keywords. And whenever it deals combat damage to a player, reveal that many cards from the top of your library. Put any number of dinosaur creature cards from among them onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So this card is awesome. It's so good.
0: Wow, this reminds me a lot of Depala. Of course, this is much more expensive, but dinosaurs are generally like very big. Yeah,
1: and this is so much better than Depala was. Oh, yeah. Because Depala, you have to pay mana, you have to be creating vehicles. This guy, like, it doesn't do anything to turn, it comes down necessarily. This guy comes down, hits them really, really hard, it has trample, so then you're going to get the triggered ability, and you get to start throwing dinosaurs on the battlefield. There's no cost you restriction to it. You have to, rack to it. On the battlefield. Yeah, it's ins- the card is so good. This is like this is what you really want to be ramping to in the Naya yeah. dinosaur ramp deck. Card is awesome. Like you need to answer this on the first attack cuz if you don't, you're probably going to lose the game. It blocks on the way back too.
0: Yeah. Vigilance.
1: Yeah. Gishoth is like is very very good.
0: It's very cool. Oh, it's like a it's
1: like a dig through time. A dinos- dig through <laughs> dinosaurs.
0: You know why it has that effect, time. right? It's cuz it's green and know, green is the I know. I know cuz it's green so mad.
1: so upset.
0: <laughs> All right. Our next card is Black Blue 2, Hostage Taker. This is a 2-3 human pirate. When Hostage Taker enters the battlefield, exile target artifact or creature until Hostage Taker leaves the battlefield. You may cast that card for as long as it remains exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color, to, to, uh, any type, to cast that spell. So
1: first, this card has been officially uh, erratic. <laughs> so it reads... Enters the battle, when it enters the battlefield, exile another target artifact or creature until it leaves the battlefield. Because uh, otherwise, if it was the only target, it would loop and just exile itself and come back. Exile itself, come back and do this infinite times, and the game would result in a draw, which is not really what Wizard wants to do. Um, this card's so good. Yeah. I really like it a lot. So this is like, um, you know, it's kind of a white effect. Like, the white of exiling something upon ECB has traditionally been white, but the fact that you now have the ability to cast it as well, uh, which is... You know, it's the kind of like Gaunti. That's what Yeah, it's like Gaunti. Um So it's like this... But it's it's kind of like... Gaunti will put you up a card no matter what. Um,
0: well, you can't cast lands.
1: Okay. Gaunti will put you up a card like 99... <laughs> 95% of the time. Yeah. Um, because even if Gaunti leaves play, you can still cast the card. Yes. Hostage Taker, though... Is going to put you up between like one to two cards, uh, two cards if you're able to cast it, and one card um, while you don't cast it. And if they kill it, then it's you're up zero cards. Right, but you're up tempo. Up-tempo. Right, um, but the the really cool thing though is, whereas Gaunti is kind of like you know, Gaunti anticipates your opponent's deck when it com- or impulses your opponent decks when it com- right. comes in. This actually removes something relevant. Like this yeah. says, oh, I get to take remove your best thing mm-hmm. on the board. And then I play it, right? This means you can remove Godfrey's gift. Uh, you can play this and remove, you know, Gishas like whatever that dinosaur. Like this is this is much much better, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree. It doesn't have I, death touch, Gonti, you know. Yeah, know. it
0: doesn't have death touch, and unlike Gonti, like you actually care if it dies. Like Gonti's there to take a card and then trade with something, yep. and this you do not want to trade at least until after you've cast the card. Yeah. But
1: but I do like it. Um, it I m- do too. We'll we'll see how it is. Uh, yeah, four I, is again like maybe it. a lot. Um, but, I missed. I'm sad that displacer rotates with this.
0: Oh, because it
1: would be so fun. Gross. So fun. Um, but I like it. I like effects like this. Um, I, I you know we'll yeah. see how it is It might it, it might be too expensive. It um, might be. But, but this is
0: always nice for creature-based decks to sort of have their removal built into their creatures. So yeah. They don't have to run... like. Because it's a little of...
1: awkward in a control deck because it's nice that it's removal spell staple onto a body, but it turns on all of your opponent's removal, which was dead. Right. Because uh, it dies to everything. So like.
0: So it has it one very easy target. A, yeah, yeah, it's not very good. Target practice. Um,
1: so you know, if it can find a shell, I think it could be very powerful, but we'll see. Uh, next we have Tishana, Voice of Thunder, which is green-blue-5 for a star-star. Legendary Merfolk Shaman. Tishana, Voice of Thunder's power and toughness are each equal to the number of cards in your hand. You have no maximum hand size, and when it enters the battlefield, draw a card for each creature you control. Two two expensive. Yeah. Impressive problem. Uh, The mana cost is too much on this. Um, If you are at, like, yeah, it's just, it's too much. And it makes me sad, because I really like this ability. Uh, It was, you know, it's kind of like um, Momir Vig from... Uh, return to Ravnica, which I think did something similar. It drew cards equal to the greatest toughness of creatures you control, mm. and it was I think six mana. It was blue, blue, green, green, two. Um, so we'll like that card found a shell, and maybe this could as well, but I'm skeptical.
0: I feel like if it found a shell, it would have a home with Kefnet because this would make it really easy for you to keep Kefnet turned on, and Kefnet can help you That's so draw janky. cards. That's so
1: like. <laughs> because you're playing kefnet in like a i don't know that just seems bad kefnet's three ah. mana this is seven mana
0: yeah
1: uh if this was like a little cheaper i would play six? it Six. Five.
0: Five. okay that's a lot cheaper five. that's very different
1: five would be really good yeah at six it becomes like borderline at seven i'm, I'm like very skeptical this would see play yeah. it needs like a very specific shell like a shell that like you want to go really wide like but we're like we're losing <laughs> cryptolith right so you can't even go wide ramp into this uh, and then draw this would like be 10 nice cards with yeah right? so I, I just i don't know that yeah. the shell's gonna exist we'll see but I'm i skeptical. like it
0: limited you're gonna have a lot of creatures drawing a lot of cards oh That's limited nice. this yes yeah, this is this is boss so good okay our next card is sorceress spyglass yeah this is two minute artifact as it enters the battlefield look at an opponent's hand choose any card name activated abilities with of sources with the chosen card name can't be activated unless they're mana abilities
1: so this is a pithing needle for one more mana that allows you to peek at your opponent's hand which is really cool um so a couple things to note here is it is an artifact which means it blow it's blown up by a braid mm-hmm. which is very popular right now uh it allows you to name any card, including lands. So you can name utility lands if you want, yeah. which is a nice thing to be able to do. That's cool. Um, I think typically you're gonna play this out of the sideboard. This is another one of those like safety valve kind of cards that it allows you to, uh, especially too, since it's colorless, you can play it in any kind of deck. If a problem card emerges, or like there's some very specific card that your deck has a hard time dealing with, if it's a planeswalker or like an activate abilities thing, then you can deal with that. Planeswalker.
0: Um, Yeah, name a chord, right? I was going to say, like, where do you see this? Like, what what cards now would you ever want to use this again? So
1: it's just like, in like we see. So when we saw Pithing Needle, right? Pithing Needle still sees play in Modern because it's so flexible and it can be run in colorless decks that don't have access to a lot of other stuff. Uh, In Standard, Pithing Needle did see some play. I don't actually remember what it. I think it might have been for decks that couldn't answer planeswalkers. It gave them an answer to planeswalkers. Huh. Um, but sorcerer Spyglass, I just like it. I'd like having access to this effect in standard. Um, I, I don't know that it will be uh, you know, a staple, but it like in the case where we want it, we'll be very, very happy to have it. Yeah. I like it. And I love that like you can use it a little bit more flexibly than Pithing Needle, where Pithing Needle you know you you basically want to name something that's on the battlefield or something that where if you can need something that's not on the battlefield and they never draw it you're basically just discarding a card and spending a mana um, but spyglass will make sure that it's rarely dead as long as they have anything in their hand that's relevant you're, you're usually good
0: i i didn't realize this works with planeswalkers i just feel like this would be really cool if like liliana is one turn away from ultimate and then you lay this down and say that they can't use her hmm. that's awesome Yeah. I mean, there are answers to this, so it might not last. But, like,
1: again, like, if you're in... Let's say you're in some kind of, like... So you can't be in black, because black answers Planeswalkers pretty easily. But if you're in, like, a green mid-range deck, I don't know, green-blue... Like, this is a nice answer to Planeswalkers. Like, if you're in green-blue mid-range Merfolk, Mm -hmm. uh, then this is a nice answer to Planeswalkers. Yeah. it's cool. Um, Yeah, it's also a nice way, like... Well, you know, it depends where the format goes, but, like, if um scavenger grounds becomes like your reanimator and scavenger grounds becomes like the four of desert like colorless utility land people go to this is a great way to answer that too
0: true true true. so yeah
1: what's the the is this the last uh last artifact last non-land
0: card yeah so this is vanquishers banner it's a five mana artifact as it enters the battlefield choose a creature type creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one plus one whenever you cast a creature spell of the chosen type draw a card too expensive i mean it's a lord effect for any creature deck and mm-hmm. it's colorless so you can run it in any tribal deck but you know i think dinosaurs gonna get big enough that you don't really care about the plus one plus one the fact that you can replenish your hand is nice but not a big enough deal mm-hmm. and then like pirates is really small so five mana is like yeah. a ton so uh, i just don't see it having a home
1: yeah the um i agree uh because the last ability um so like it it pumps and it draws cards when you cast spells the pump you want like Uh, early mid or late is usually going to be okay uh but the drawing cards off of spells you want early right um and like this card comes down on five uh you're probably going to have lord effects and also like in your deck anyways, and, and, and this triggers on casting as opposed to ETB, which means vampires and pirates, which are making tokens, are not going to get to draw cards off of this. Um, five mana is a lot and it's an artifact, so, you know, your opponent can spend two mana to abrade it. Uh, and, like, I know the, like, oh, it dies to Doomblade, but, like, I, I just think it has not a whole lot going for it in the first place and, like, plus the additional downside of being answered by a really common popular removal spell uh, is makes it not very good.
0: Yeah. Alright, and that brings us to our cycle of rare dual lands for yeah, this set. Yeah, check net. lands.
1: I, I'm so happy about these. I really like check lands. So the the format here is like the you know Drowned Catacomb. Uh, drowned Catacomb enters the battlefield tapped unless you control an island or a swamp and you can tap it to add blue or black to your mana pool. So the nice thing, it doesn't check for a basic. Just any island or swamp, which means that the cycle lands from Amonkhet work um, along with basics. We still have Uh, fast lands Um, and what this does is this is going to come in untapped the vast majority of the time Mm -hmm. as long as you are building your mana bites in a reasonable way this makes the mana for the shards um, much much better because the problem with the battle lands was that the battle lands always came into play tapped uh, on turns one and two whereas these very easily will come into play untapped uh, often enough On turns, you know, one and two. And then in the late game, they're always coming in untapped. So, I love these. It means that we'll be able to build decks like Grixis, which we want to do off Pirates and Naya for Dinosaurs, and Esper. We'll finally be able to build Esper (laughs) Control again, and we'll be able to build, if we want, Grixis Control. Um, So, I'm a big fan. Having these, you know, four of your, if you're an Esper, four glacial Fortress, four Drowned Catacomb, four Concealed Courtyard, then you run the Fetid Pools and the... Uh, blue white one um, irrigated uh, farmland right Uh, Mm -hmm. and then you run some basics and I feel like you're good Uh, like I think the mana is going to be pretty good and standard last time we had check lands uh, you could run three color mana bases pretty easily and you could run four color if you really wanted to so I think that given that we have these lands plus ether hub inspire of industry uh, inspire of industry with treasure as well it means you can run it in pirates uh so I, I think the mana and standard is going to be very good
0: this is pretty exciting
1: i'm pretty excited because the mana in standards right now has been pretty constricted like we can only run one or two color decks unless you are in energy or artifacts yeah right the only three color decks we see are uh energy and vehicles uh, and like you can get away with splashing a third color if you're planning on slashing like scarab god really late in the game, like you can maybe finagle <laughs> right. that. But even that feels bad sometimes when you're like have Ether Hub instead of a second basic, and that just feels bad. So,
0: yeah. Um, but I mean this does make sense given that they have two tribes that are in three colors, yeah, right? They shards. need to support Grixis and Naya. Yeah. So
1: and it's shards specifically, like if they printed the wedge versions of these, like still be good, but not as not as good as these would be for supporting the tribes they want. So yeah, pretty sweet. Oh.
0: I like colors,
1: yeah, the art is also really pretty on these. So, that was a really long one. Uh, this because so many cards are spoiled, it was like 40 something cards. Uh, so, uh, hope you enjoyed that uh, extended review of a lot of Warriors and Mythics from Ixalan. Uh, so you know, I had a good time. Hope to see you back uh, tomorrow for or whenever we publish it uh, for the next little batch of cards, and we'll start regular uh, daily podcast for spoiler season um next week when wizard starts their daily dribble of spoilers Uh, thanks again to new england comics and flipside gaming uh for their support i'm ryan
0: i'm katie and this is spoiler
1: Spoiler Season. season